Welcome to another episode of the Total Dream Life Podcast with me, your host, Dr. Thomas Dickard. I'm a chiropractor, meditation teacher, entrepreneur, and lover of life, and I'm excited to have you join me for this week's episode. Hello. And welcome to this week's edition of the Total Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Dickert, and I've got a lot of fun stuff on deck for us today. First off, news and notes. What's going on in my world? The Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Womp womp. Uh, it was a good game. It was fun. But when you lead it close like that, sometimes the other team wins. Congratulations to Kansas City and all their fans. I hope they enjoy it, and I'm excited to see what the Eagles do next. Um, obviously, you can't win every game. So the more interesting thing for me is going to be to see how they respond to this, how they regroup, and how they come back. Much like I approach life, there's going to be failures. When failures happen, it's a great time to learn, it's a great time to reassess, and it's a great time to try something new. So this week, we're going to be talking about supplements. Hopefully, there's some information in there for you to learn about. Uh, Hopefully, you get some inspiration to try some new things. And remember... If something in your life isn't working, reassess, uh, replan, and try something new. Also going on this week, I just read the book, The Glucose Revolution, by a French writer named Jesse Inhospe. I'm sure I said that very wrong, so I apologize. Uh, But it's a great book. talks about how different foods affect the blood sugar in our body and what we can do to manage and improve that. Um, This is really important for our health, and it's going to really be a focus of my life going forward. I highly recommend the book, and I'm sure we'll be doing a podcast all about glucose in the very near future. In the meantime, stay tuned, and let's talk about supplements. All right, welcome back to the Total Dream Podcast with me, your host, Thomas Dicker. So I thought today I'd take a minute to talk about supplements. Supplements are everywhere, and everyone always has questions about them. What supplements do you take? Why do you take them? How long does it make a difference? And we're going to get into all that. Um, I was thinking about what my first experiences with supplements were, and a couple things came to mind. So first of all, Flintstone vitamins. (laughs) If you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you most likely had Flintstone vitamins, And let me tell you about these things. These were little cartoon character shaped, I'm making air quotes, vitamins. Um, They tasted like candy. They were amazing. Um, And who knows? I'm sure there's been studies on them. One of these days I'll look it up. But I can't imagine that it was more than a couple B vitamins, maybe a little bit of vitamin C probably from horrible sources made in very questionable uh, factories in far-off countries. So I think for most of us, our first example of vitamins were the Flintstone vitamins. At least I know they were for me. I remember them fondly, but today I realize that they're probably BS. Uh, so the first time I got into supplements as an adult, I remember in undergrad on Long Island, I had a friend who ultimately went on to become a medical doctor. And he told me about something called echinacea. So echinacea is a plant. 
Uh, it's an herb used in a lot of traditional medicine. And the root of the echinacea plant, when taken as a supplement, uh, can boost your immune system. So if you start to feel a cold coming on um, or you're feeling under the weather, it's a great time to take to boost your immune system naturally. So there's a couple things about this that are going to come into play in the podcast, but we'll get into it now. So my friend, his name was Gene. Uh, Gene told me, he's like, listen, there's a couple things about it. One, you can't take this supplement all the time. If you take the supplement all the time, your body builds up an immunity to it or a tolerance to it, and then it's not going to be effective when you need it. Two, uh, you need to make sure that the supplement you get is made out of the root of the plant and not just the leaves and the stalk. And three, you got to be really smart about when you take it. Um, so why is that interesting? One, because a lot of supplements and a lot of herbs you want to take when you need them. Because if you take them all the time, your body can come to rely on them. So if you're taking a supplement all the time and then you take it away, all of a sudden you've created a deficiency in yourself. Um, so I always think about that when I'm getting into supplements. What's the appropriate thing to do? Is this something I take all the time or is this something I take as needed? And then number two, which is really interesting, a lot of times supplement companies will cut corners. So if you go into the CVS or the Walgreens or wherever you're going, you may find 50 echinacea supplements. Maybe five of them say that they use the root of the plant. The rest either don't say or they say they use the leaves or whatever it may be. Well, you only get the benefits if you're getting the root of the plant. So you want to be intentional and smart about where the vitamin comes from, but you also want to be intentional and smart about exactly what's in it. Because we can say that there's X in it, but there's really other uh, caveats or factors involved. And we're going to get into all that in the podcast. But I thought that was fun to go back and just talk about how I first got interested in supplements. So long story short, then any time I would start to get sick, I would take echinacea. It would boost my immune system. And you could really see, like, oh, that stopped me from getting a cold. And if you remember undergrad, people are getting colds all the time. So it was a really useful tool in my tool belt and one of the many things that got me interested in healthcare, but especially that got me interested in natural, holistic healthcare. So supplements can be anything. Supplements can be herbs, they can be vitamins, they can be um, you know, different concoctions of things. Supplements are essentially anything we're using to fill in gaps and holes in the nutrition that we're getting from the food that we're eating. So I always tell people that the first thing to do is to focus on getting real food. You know, our first goal should always be to have the most healthy, rich, varied diet that we can get um, in our reality with our uh, available resources. So, you know, again, we've talked about this before, but this is a time where organic makes a difference. Uh, the food chain today is not the same as it was a hundred years ago. Apples that you get at the grocery store do not have the same nutrition that apples a hundred years ago did. Organic foods and vegetables have more nutrition than their non-organic counterparts. And a lot of times, if you can afford to get the organic version, you're going to get health benefits from having that. Now, again, not everyone's able to afford them or not everyone has them available in their communities. So this might be a time that supplements are something to consider. 
but we always focus on getting a real diet that has a bunch of different colors in it, and a bunch of different types of food, and a bunch of variety, because that's our best way to get uh, nutrition and supplements. And then you supplement as you need. So either something that you're deficient in, which you can find out with blood testing, uh, something that you're just not able to get with your diet, or something that doesn't exist in the food that you have available to you. So sometimes your diet is preventative of getting a certain vitamin or nutrient. A good example is, you know, when people are vegetarian or vegan, sometimes they have trouble getting certain B vitamins uh, or certain other vitamins that just don't exist in plants and vegetables. So sometimes for them, supplementing is a proper thing to do uh, to help them be completely healthy. Other people have dietary restrictions based on health conditions or, you know, just personal beliefs and things like that. And sometimes they need to supplement to help round out their diet. Um, so again, I'm going to harp on this until the cows come home. Quality matters until the grass-fed cows come home because quality matters. Just like your meats, just like your vegetables, just like your water, the quality makes a difference. So where your vitamins are made, are they made in a high, highly regulated place like the United States? Or are they made in a place with much less regulation like China? Um, not to harp on China, but the pollution is different there. So if you're buying supplements that are made from... Uh, fruits and vegetables that are grown in a highly toxic environment, there's going to be more lead and other toxins in your vitamins. You know, same with your meat, same with anything else. The environment matters to those things because they they incorporate aspects of their environment into themselves, and then when they're made into supplements, you get that. So, you know, you want to make sure that where the animals come from, where the produce comes from, where the fruits and vegetables come from, is as healthy as it can be. Um, what are they made from? So here's a really interesting story I read recently. They were doing a study to see why people that ate a lot of fruits and vegetables tend to live longer, healthier lives than people who didn't. And the theory of the study was, oh, it's the B vitamins in the fruits and vegetables. So they thought, no problem. We're going to give, you know, 100 or 1,000 or whatever it is, people this dose of B vitamins on a regular basis, and we're going to track them over time. And what they found at the end of the study was the people they've been giving the B vitamins to disproportionately developed cancers, developed illnesses, were getting sick or even dying. And when they went back and they looked at it, because it didn't make any sense to them, they started to look at what B vitamins they were giving to people. And the B vitamins they were using were B vitamins that were actually a petroleum byproduct. It was like an offshoot of gasoline production. They figured out how to turn this petroleum waste into B vitamins, and that's what they were using for the study. So not like the B vitamins you're getting from fruits and vegetables, but B vitamins made from oil. And it turns out that B vitamins made from oil are not healthy, like B vitamins that come from fruits and vegetables. Now, this goes back to what we were saying about labels before, because if you go into the drugstore, there's going to be a thousand different B vitamins and 
a large proportion of them are probably coming from petroleum byproducts as opposed to real natural food sources. So this is another big flag that you have to look at where your vitamins come from. And then the other part about quality is this concept known as bioavailability. So bioavailability means how much your body is able to absorb the vitamin. And this can vary based on the form of the supplement. Uh, it can vary based on how it's made and how it's designed. So one of the classic examples is when you say to someone, oh, you should be taking a multivitamin or a vitamin C or whatever it is. And they go, oh, no problem. I get one of those from their local, you know, bodega or whatever it may be. You can take a pill that has all the vitamins in the world in it. If it's not dissolving in your body or your body's not able to absorb it, you're just pooping it out. So it goes in one end, it comes out the other, and you don't get any benefits. So certain vitamins are designed to be more bioavailable than other vitamins. And that makes a big difference because if your body's not able to absorb it, you're essentially throwing money down the toilet. Uh, so that brings us to some of the different delivery methods. Uh, there's myriad ways that you can get vitamins into your body. Uh, the most common or the classic way is in a capsule or a pill. This is this can be a perfectly fine way to get vitamins into your body. But again, it's really important as to how your body is able to absorb it. Is it able to dissolve in your digestive tract? Does it survive the lining or the acidity of your stomach? All of these things are worth considering. So you want to really pay attention to that and see what the manufacturer says as far as how bioavailable it is and how it actually gets into your body. Um, powders are another way that I get a lot of my vitamins. So powders that you'll mix with a beverage in the morning. You know, you can mix them with your water. You can mix them with your smoothie in the morning. Powders is another great way to get the vitamins in your body. It's not that different than pills or capsules. They're just essentially ground up instead of being in a pill. Um, so one really cool vitamin delivery system is when it's a liposomal vitamin, meaning they take the vitamins and they put it inside a little fat cell. And then that fat cell has an easier time getting through your uh, intestinal lining and into your body. And it's a very cool, very effective way to get vitamins into your body. We have some really cool vitamins that we use in the practice uh, and that I take personally that are liposomal in nature, and they are powerhouses. Um, another option is just completely skipping the digestive tract and doing intravenous vitamins, so IV vitamins. Uh, you may have heard of people that get uh, vitamin IVs after they've had a rough night of partying or after they've had a cold, and you go to a uh, intravenous facility and they will give you a cocktail of vitamins through an intravenous injection, and that's a really cool way to get vitamins as well. It's not necessarily something you're doing every morning, but you can get some really cool infusions of vitamins from time to time or when your body needs a little extra boost. Um, another cool way is tinctures. So a lot of plants and uh, fungi and things like that you can actually get in tincture form which is a little bit easier for your body to absorb because you'll put it under your tongue and it absorbs directly into the bloodstream there. So that can be a really cool one. I have some great mushroom tinctures that I mix into my teas and my coffee that are really cool. Um, and then, you know, tea is another option. So a lot of times when we're talking about supplements, we're talking about herbs. Uh, and there's a lot of cool herbs that you can get in tea form 
So you're drinking them, which is just another way to get them into your body. So a question that people always ask me is what supplements do I take? So we're going to go through a couple different uh, answers to that question. So first of all, my first question is, is it a supplement that I take every day? Or is it a supplement that I take time to time, like the echinacea that we talked about? Uh, or is it a supplement that I cycle throughout the year for different reasons? So the supplements that I'm always taking, I always take a B vitamin supplement. Now, you'll guess this from what we talked about before, but the B vitamins I take are made from grass-fed organ meat. So it's not a petroleum byproduct. I know exactly where it comes from. It comes from a grass-fed organic animal. Um, it helps to reduce food waste by using the entire animal. And it's extremely healthy, and you can feel it when you take it. It is different than the little red pills you get in the vitamin store. Uh, I have, like I said before, mushroom tinctures that I take on a regular basis. Mushrooms are their own podcast, but they have myriad health benefits and a lot of really cool stuff, especially when it comes to cognition and when it comes to longevity uh, and when it comes to immunity. So those are kind of three of the powerhouses of what I'm looking for in a daily vitamin. So the mushroom tinctures I get from a farm in upstate New York where they grow the mushrooms outdoors. It's really cool. I've been there. It's called Hawk Meadow Farms. If you're up in the Finger Lakes region, you should totally check them out. They are awesome. Uh, and they make different mushroom tinctures. And I take the mushroom tincture every day. Uh, I also take a fiber powder every day. Um, this is cool for a couple reasons. So fiber is interesting because fiber is not really uh, a nutrient that we need to survive. Like you can live without fiber and be perfectly fine, but it just increases the quality of your life. It increases your regularity, it increases your digestion. And one of the really cool things about the fiber powder that I take is that it's a prebiotic. So you've probably heard a lot about probiotics. Probiotics are intended to help promote the gut flora in your digestive tract. So prebiotics are, instead of putting more bacteria into your tract, you're putting food for the bacteria into your digestive tract. And this can be really cool because there's so much uh, bacteria in your gut microbiome that it's really hard to get an effective probiotic that helps them grow and helps them thrive. But if you feed them the things they like to eat, they thrive naturally. So the fiber powder that I take is a very strong prebiotic. It has a lot of inulin in it and a lot of other non-digestible fibers that we can't process but that the gut bacteria love to eat. So what this does by taking this on a regular basis, it supercharges my gut bacteria, which has benefits across my entire body. It helps with my digestion. It helps with hormone production. It helps with the blood-gut barrier. It helps with so many things, and everyone should be taking it on a regular basis. Um, another powerhouse vitamin that I'm taking daily is magnesium. Magnesium is used in so many different body functions. It's also probably its own podcast, but I'm taking magnesium regularly. Uh, I use uh, a, pro a, a powdered product that is a magnesium salts. It's tasty. It is, there's no carbs. There's no BS in it. And it's great. I take it on a regular basis. If you want to know more about it, feel free to reach out to me. 
recently I've been taking glutathione on a regular basis, and this is another liposomal vitamin that I've been taking um, that has powerful effects on your health and your wellness and your longevity. Uh, I also take a fish oil very regularly. Um, you know, the way I take it, I have a bottle of fish oil. You can get it in capsules. Um, there are some other options for people that aren't comfortable having fish or whose dietary choices prevent fish. But for me, fish oil works very well, so I take a fish oil regularly. So then sometimes f supplements. So I have a green powder that I'll take occasionally that I like. It's just a general kind of multivitamin. But again, I'm not always taking a multivitamin just to take it. But the green powder, when I want one, is a nice just boost. Uh, I have a collagen supplement that I take on a regular basis. Collagen has a ton of benefits in our body, from our tissues to our skin, uh, to just the health and wellness, and also uh, to help keeping us look young as we age. I have a ligament support vitamin that I get from Standard Process that I also take pretty regularly, but not all the time, uh, with the same idea of supporting my tissues and my ligaments as they age. Uh, vitamin C is another great one for your skin that I'll take on a regular basis. Vitamin D would almost, vitamin D is right on the cusp of being an everyday one, except for the fact that in the summertime I try to get my vitamin D naturally by being outside in the sun. Um, where we live in New York City at our latitude, the sun's just not intense enough from probably late September to May to give us vitamin D, so we have to supplement it. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those interesting things that you can get out of your diet, but it's not the easiest. So it's just easier and healthier for all of us to be supplementing with us. And it, it's an easy supplement to get and an easy supplement to take. And then the other ones that I take sometimes are something called nootropics. So nootropics are all about boosting your brain function, boosting your uh, mental clarity, your focus, your productivity, and things like that. And there's a lot of really cool ones out there um, from a lot of different cool companies that make some really, really neat stuff. So those are the ones I'm taking sometimes. What that means is I'll either take them as needed because of the season, like vitamin D, or I'll take them when I feel like I need a boost, like the green powder, or I'll take them for different reasons to find, like for the nootropics, to see what I can do to increase my mental capacity. Um, so in closing, I got a couple final points for everyone to remember. Number one, everyone is different, and we all have different needs. So different needs can be based on many factors. It can be based on your age, your lifestyle, your activity levels, your health, and a million other things. There's no one recommendation that's right for everyone. Just because it's something I take every day doesn't mean that it's something you need to take every day. Definitely get with a healthcare practitioner who is knowledgeable in supplements uh, and talk to them, get some blood work done, see what you may be lacking in, really dive into it. Um, but that being said, I'm confident that most of us will benefit from some strategic supplementation. And you basically want that to be based on either your experimentation or your work with a qualified healthcare practitioner. Uh, you want to be aware of who's recommending the supplement. You know, there's, it's not to say that people that sell supplements are biased into the supplements, but inherently, like, if I'm selling a supplement, Usually it means I'm taking it and I believe in it. 
But at the end of the day, if you're selling supplements, you're in the business of selling supplements. So you want to pay attention. Does this person own a supplement company? Are they creating the need for it? You want to look at it and not just take something because you're being told to take it. But look into it. Look into the research. Look into the backing. Figure out if it's really right for you. You know. Again, not every supplement needs to be taken every day. Not every supplement needs to be taken forever. Play around with it. This is how I got to the point with the green powder where I don't take the green powder every day because I don't need 1,000% of every vitamin every day of my life. I can take it once or twice a week and get the benefits for me. Um, and also, you should feel a difference when you're taking supplements. If you're just taking something for no reason... Uh, and it doesn't feel different, and you're just doing it, it might not be worth it. Uh, I like to feel a benefit from the supplements I'm taking, and that's why a lot of the times I will cycle through supplements. I may get a certain group of supplements and try them out for a month or two, you know, see how I feel, see if I feel different, and then I'll stop taking them and see if I feel different from that. You know, again, not every vitamin needs to be taken every day and not every vitamin needs to be taken forever, but you'll find the ones that work for you and you'll find the ones that make a difference to how you feel and a difference to how you function. And those are the ones you want to hang on to for dear life. Um, as always, please reach out to me on social media with any questions. You can find me on most platforms at Moby Dickert. That's M-O-B-Y-D-I-C-K-E-R-T. Please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends so we can build a community together. Uh, this is a lot of fun, but it's more fun with you, and it's more fun with others. Um, remember, this week, every week, find a way to challenge yourself and step outside of your comfort zone. And finally this week, we have this week's quote, and it comes from a classic, but a great one. It comes from Epictetus, the great Stoic philosopher, and the quote is, how long will you wait until you demand the best for yourself? Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please remember to share this podcast with your friends and family. Subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on social at Moby Dickert and learn more about me and the podcast at thomasdickert.com.